Cuban commercials. What do they have in common? on the last station the one I usually listen to uh, not this new guy that I started listening to because he's a little bit more reasonable quite frankly oh, I just blasted through that red light not even paying attention that's a school zone it doesn't really count anyway so these guys the new low they said they're talking about removing the I think it's section 230 protections for Twitter and Facebook one in Tweedledum and Tweedledee. So Tweedledum says, uh, uh, how much, you know, they couldn't even exist if they didn't have this protection. Imagine if they were forced to be responsible for every post. And Tweedledee says, well, they already have hundreds of thousands of people, thousands of people employed and get this, to make sure Nazis are not spying and selling children. That's a quote. Nazis are not spying and selling children. So Twitter, Facebook, they employ thousands of people. So their Twitter's trust and safety crew or whatever, you know who that is. That's all the weirdos with pronouns. Uh, just to stifle political speech. That's the only reason they exist. These two boobers, these ostensibly conservative Republicans, saying that those people are among the thousand people employed by these far-left ten, far-left run tech companies to prevent Nazis from spying and selling children. No, I don't know. Are you, are, do you spy once you sell the children? So the Nazis are selling children. How fucking historically illiterate do you have to be to be a fucking boomer? Now I understand. Now I'm no, I'm no apologist, right? What happened happened. I'm more of the maybe. Maybe we should. Maybe we should move past everybody's a Nazi. Everybody I don't like is Hitler. Maybe we should move past that point. But at this point now, you know, more recently I'm starting to become uh, more sympathetic and understanding of why we need historical revisionism. Because this is what you get. This is the American lore now. Is that now the Nazis were responsible for spying and selling children. So they still... No, they weren't in response to Weimar Germany. They weren't literally what was going on now with the transgenderism and the surgeries and the, you know, people so poor they were thrown into pornography and there were, you know, complete degeneracy, mothers and daughters being forced into doing sexual acts with each other for each other and shit like that. 
So that's not... The Nazis weren't a response to that. I guess we're supposed to believe that that was what the Nazis did. Or something. Because you never ever hear about the economic recovery of Germany after World War I and after the Weimar Republic. You never hear that. Nobody ever talks about that. That that has to be removed from YouTube if you have if you say anything mildly positive about the economics of uh, the National Socialists. But now we're for we're told to believe by this fucking idiot who all he does all they do is hear they cackle about stupid mundane late night comedian jokes. These ostensibly conservative Republicans. And that's the biggest problem. This is on NPR. Like, I don't care. These are conservative Republicans. These Shabbos Goy fuckers. Armstrong and Getty. That's really Goy sounding names, isn't it? But they are the most fucking ridiculous apologists. Shabbos Goy's in the fucking world. This is, this is far worse than anywhere else. I mean, I mean, I've lived in Minneapolis. I listened to them with their gigantic blind spots for, for years and years. The Nazis are spying and selling children. The Nazis. I mean, we can't even say, like, communists, you know? Like, what the, how the, how fucked up is your worldview that this is what you say? Are you just that, is he just that stupid? He might be. He might be that stupid. Students, the uh, daughters and sons of oil shakes and that sort of thing. But a couple other things, just real quickly. I don't, it the doesn't sound like he's that dumb, though. It sounds like this is programming. Um, and Columbia goes from second to 18th. It was in a- but that was reflexive. That was like an instinctual, oh, Nazis are selling children. What do you mean? What are you, fuck are you talking about? The Nazis were in response to Weimar Germany. Not, they, they were not the cause of it. The only thing that makes sense is paying no attention to these bogus rankings at all. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to get a corrupt. Miguel Cardona, he's education secretary. Clip 20 there, Michael. Too often, our best resource schools are chasing rankings that mean very little on measures that truly count. College completion, economic mobility, narrowing gaps, and access to opportunity for all Americans. That system of ranking is a joke. In case I haven't been clear yet, allow me to restate it. We need a culture change in higher education now. Yeah, I haven't agreed with him about a lot of the stuff that he has a said around uh, the in higher education. and all that sort of stuff, but he's right about that. They get a completely Shove everybody into college. The way we look at this stuff, a joke, bogus, ridiculous. That's both sides of the aisle. That's people inside the university system, outside of it. Journalists, there's a great book. I disagree with Frank Bruno of the New York Times on everything, but he wrote a great book called Where You Go Is Not What You'll Be that addresses this whole farce. Yeah, I hope we're coming out of the absolute pinnacle of the stupidness of that whole thing. Oh, that's right. The, the, the last factoid I, I meant to bring it to you. You're one to talk. Universities are now, well, private universities adjusted for inflation are twice expect, as expensive as they were 30 years ago. It's doubled. Public universities tripled. Why? To support all the deans of equity and inclusion and, and oppression and ridiculousness and revolt. Because you forced everybody into college. Partly just because they can get away with it. Culturally, they charge what they can. 
We've accepted you gotta have this piece of paper or else you're not because of anything else. You're a piece of crap. Well, and the name on it means everything. Everything, right. the kind of you person you are. You forced everybody into college. And with the internet and you boobers had to send all your kids to college. Never been easier in the history of the planet to exchange and If you're getting to go into college, you're a loser. Especially women. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I need women. I need my daughter needs to go to college. Don't just ignore them. Anytime anybody brings them up, say that's crap. It's unhealthy. And you wonder why the fucking price goes up. You miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. It's called Armstrong. Yeah, we got three minutes. Again, three minutes of content, ten minutes of commercials. I can't get over that last thing, though. Nazis are selling your children. The Nazis are spying on your children. It's the Nazis. Oh, is that the deal? Like, you know, if you're authoritarian, that means you're a Nazi. It doesn't matter if you were, like... It's like the the boober thing where they're equating the socialists. Everybody's the socialists. The authoritarians. Remember when boober Republicans basically said the, the Nazis were socialists? So that was bad. Just Just being socialist is bad. Because they're national socialists. That's bad. That's just like the communists. Collectivism is bad. Is that what he's saying? And then from collectivism uh, begets all of the evils in the world. Because they lived in a collectivist country, that means just they allow you to do evil. You know, the system of government is the problem, not the people, not the people committing the crimes. Collectivism, and now the the left is going authoritarianism. Not just collectivism; it's they think collectivism is good. It's authoritarianism. They've completely switched from you know socialism is good. Actually, no, they they all depending on where you are because they still have the democratic socialists. All right, we just could mob rule. That's all we want. We can't have authoritarianism. We need we need socialism. We need democratic socialism where everybody votes on everything. All these fucking idiots who don't know how to balance their own checkbooks. All these fucking people need to decide the whole, the fate of the country. Fifty percent of the people have no fucking income tax burden, but those retards are going to be the ones if they have the majority. They're going to be the ones that are going to decide all the policy of the United States. And if you don't like it, you're an extremist. And if you're not, if you don't, if you don't side with the over 50% of the country who doesn't have any income tax burden, you're the extremist. If you have a job, you're an extremist. If you have a family, you take care of people, you're the extremist. That's that's according to the Biden administration, Democrats. If you, you don't, you know, if you don't agree with the majority of the country, by definition, you're an extremist. I can't, I just, it's just every day, if you just sit back and take this in, and it takes like a couple of days to sink into what this, what these retards actually are saying, and the message you're actually sending, from that Biden speech where he had the, uh, <laughs> he looked like Hitler. But the thing is, you can't look cool if you're Joe Biden. You just can't. Because you get his little beady eyes. And you know he's just a crook and a child molester. And everybody knows it. 
And he just like, you take one look at him and like, how the fuck did this guy get to where he is? He had to do something. You know, you look at a Gavin, like a Gavin Newsom. As much as I don't like Gavin Newsom, you can look at him and go, yeah, I understand why this guy is where he is. He's articulate and handsome, <laughs> no homo. I hate him, right? He's a skilled liar. Like when he announces you're not going to be allowed to purchase a new gas vehicle, he goes out and he says, this is freedom. This is the free market. Now this is, those are weaselly words, but they're, they're well done. I can appreciate the art. The art of being a sniveling, lying weasel. That's Bill Clinton-esque. That I understand. I understand how Gavin Newsom has obtained political power. I get it. Kamala Harris, I look at her and go, oh my God, we're all going to die. And Joe Biden, you look at him and you go, what the fuck? What did this guy do? What did this guy do to obtain power? You know what I mean? Imagine if we had President Kamala Harris. We'd be like, holy fucking shit, we're all going to fucking die. This the dumbest person ever to hold office. I threw up a YouTube video yesterday. It has, has like 50-some views. A couple comments. Like, she couldn't even explain. Oh, no, there's the one where she said, like, the border is secure. The takeaway from it is like, <clears throat> who's the dude on NBC? Todd, Chuck Todd, is that his name? He's interviewing her and he's like, there's two million people that have crossed the borders here. Is the border secure? Like, a, a definite... I mean, a, I don't want to give him credit. It's an obvious fucking question, but at least he fucking asked it, okay? But it's obvious. It's like, he's like trying to give her a reason to explain this. It wasn't like, if it would have been Trump, they were like, how come you haven't done this? You said you were going to do this. How come you didn't do that? For her, he was more gentle with the question. He like, he threw it out there without any um, negative connotations. There's like, there's two million people crossing the border. Is the border secure? And she says the border is secure. What we have to do is pass fucking pathway to citizenship or whatever the fuck. But she, so he grilled her on it again. Went to his credit. Are you sure that the border is secure? So I think she was supposed to. Knowing that these people and who they are, this was probably all prearranged for her to respond to this question in a way that said, we're working on it. You know, we understand that there is a problem, but we are working on it. But she's too fucking stupid to follow the actual script. There's no way that he blindsided her with this question. There's no fucking way that he would be blindsiding Kamala Harris with a question about the border. There's no fucking way Zog Media is going to do that to Kamala Harris. No fucking way. No way. So she blew it. The only plausible explanation here is that they had something worked out. They had a way for her to turn the question around and make her seem smart and like she's on top of it. But instead, she looks like a complete fucking goon. A retard. She looks like a total idiot and looks like she's in total denial. She looks like Imelda fucking Marcos. Well, there are 3,000 shoes while people are starving to death. Look up Imelda Marcos. She looks like a total fucking idiot. 
So I mean, he asked her the question, like, are you sure? Q, hint, hint. Are you sure that the border's secure? But and then she blames, like, well, they've had a problem thanks to the last four years where basically the last four years everything went to hell with the border. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Trump tried to build a wall. He tried to stop this. He's the only one to try to stop this in the last century. Half century for sure. Trump is the only nigga who tried to stop this shit. Are you going to blame him for two million people coming over the border? Are you out of your fucking mind? So she got her fucking wires crossed because she's a moron. She's a complete idiot. Just listen to her talk. I wouldn't trust this person as a middle manager anywhere. Imagine if Kamala Harris was your boss and she comes in with that fucking shit. Like one of those people, like they say in the Soviet Union, like they're lying to you. They know they're lying to you. You know they're lying to you. Yet you just have to accept the lie. That is Kamala Harris. Could you imagine having to work for Kamala Harris? Yeah, um, okay, I'm going to go ahead and need you to finish up those TPS reports uh, and come in this weekend, okay? Great. What's happening? Hi, Kamala. What's happening? Do you imagine having to work for Kamala Harris? Could you imagine having Kamala Harris as a boss? Oh, that would be fucking insane. My son brought two waters to school. He left them on the floor. Now they're fucking rolling all over the fuck. Messing up my vibe. Fucking vibe. All right. Yeah, she, she just stumbles around, talks about how we need a pathway to citizenship bill, and then blames Trump. <laughs> like, what? You're blaming Trump that two million people have crossed the border now? You're blaming Trump for not having border security? Like, what? He's the only one who tried to... And everybody knows this. Everybody knows Trump's the only one who tried to fix this thing. So, and, and the, the way she comes off sounding as if anybody and everybody who comes across the border is deserving of citizenry in the United States of America. And again, I think there was probably some language that she was supposed to use here, some sort of phrasing in order to soften this soften this uh, message. Not, it certainly wasn't to come across as this. There's no way that she was supposed to say, basically, well, everybody who comes across the border should be able to get a citizen. Everybody, excuse me, everybody who comes across the border should be able to become a citizen quickly, right away. Rubber stamp, as soon as you, you know, there's no fucking way. Nobody wants that. Literally nobody wants that. I mean, a Democrat would take it so they can get more voters. And then, you know, the, the United States Chamber of Commerce would take that too so they could just increasingly lower, uh, they could lower the wages more. Increasingly lower, is that a thing? Talk about phrasing. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce would definitely accept this. So they could just lower and lower and lower the wages. They could never get enough dishwashers. Or people hanging out at Home Depot. You know, they get enough people uh, paid under the table to go clean fucking shitters. That's what they love. They would love zero, pay a dollar a day, one of these guys cleaning shitters. And they could live 50 to a house. They would love this. 
You know, you could you could be a restaurateur. Anybody could be a restaurateur. You got to be an entrepreneur. Pay people nothing, literally nothing. Have them all live in a school bus and make eleven cents a day picking onions. That's the American way, right? That's the American way. Oh, she's a fucking idiot. He's a total moron. We have a staff shortage because of people that are dying the same thing. <laughs> Stop fighting like ways to say the same thing. Why is there a shortage? A lot of people are quitting. Why are they quitting? Because they don't pay. Because they're electing to leave. Let's see. I'm going to guess the answer is because they don't pay. Politicization. Making it political. Being a teacher. 47% oh, teacher. of them. So half of them said that. Okay. Uh, Why right, can't we have teaching it? You know precisely what they Fuck. mean. It's the queer theory, the critical race theory. That's what they're talking about. Educator burnout, 45. I don't know what that's always been. Um, lower perceived teacher professionalism, 35. Expanded staff needs, 21. Desire for better work environment, 15. Other, 10%. Who cares? They're fucking teachers. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you can extrapolate from any of those uh, the other thing we've talked about, which is that teachers aren't allowed to keep order in their classrooms anymore. Oh, that's why, because of the blacks. Superintendents here, and that's got to think about these guys with the... What issue are they hiding? That's a new game I'm playing with these guys. What issue are they hiding? What cause are they hiding? Because that's their only purpose on the radio here is to obfuscate. Shield people from the truth. Let's all feel sorry for the tour, for the poor teachers. When the teacher shortage was such a big thing, and we took lots of emails and, and texts and all that sort of stuff, and it was no the layers and layers. You want to become part of Zog's first line? Fuck you! That didn't exist before. Layers and layers and layers. I'm sorry. I know there's plenty of good teachers. I find there's plenty of good teachers out there, sure. The vast majority are Zog soldiers. Just a giant amount of stuff to do. If you got one kid falling behind, you got paperwork after paperwork. They're all these are all liberals. They don't spend much time doing what drew them to profession. And these are why we have more liberals. Well, to the pay question, and that's a legitimate question. Then I gotta get hey, you get three months off. The most powerful politicians. Losers, you get three. You get every fucking summer off. Fuck you. Crooked as a corkscrew. Stay with us. Um, teachers. The question of pay. You can pay somebody, say, seventy-five thousand dollars, just to pick a number out of the air, for a rewarding job they enjoy very much that feels more like a mission than a job. If that $75,000 job becomes a crappy blizzard of paperwork, unrealistic expectations, and being asked to teach stuff you find loathsome in an out-of-control classroom, all of a sudden, that $75,000 is not, quote-unquote, quote enough pay. See how that works? Yeah, that's an point. So it's, you can't separate one thing from the others. Um, they just okay. they're all interrelated. Hey, uh, quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, yeah, okay. back, to, back to no content. So we're trying to figure out why teachers are leaving. They're trying to pin it on wokeness. You know, it's not it's not Jewish uh, bullshit. It's not the same J bullshit as always. You know, Nazi. This is the guy who said that you know Nazis are. Spying on and stealing children. The Nazis. The Nazis are stealing children. That's why they can't get teachers. Fucking imbecile. Why did that bothers me? The Nazis are spying on shit, stealing children. The Nazis are stealing children. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
you're just diminishing. It's like the leftoids when they say everything is sexist and racist. It's the same shit. I mean, you're using the same terminology. You're using the same insults. You're not going to win. You're not going to out... Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, look at me. I, I'm going to get brownie points for calling somebody a Nazi. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. You're still the bad guy. You can point out Nazis where they don't exist all day long. You're still the Nazi if you're a fucking Republican. You're not going to win this fucking game under these circumstances. But he's not hes not meant to win the game. He's meant to instruct. He's meant to instruct you to hate Nazis. He's meant to... He's meant to instruct you to find Nazis everywhere. The Nazis who are stealing children. You know, the Nazis who are spying on children. <laughs> you know? He's meant to... Oh, my God. Because that system of government in Germany back in the 1930s, that was bad. And everything about it is bad. And we're going to fix every evil in the world to that one system of government that was bad to Jews. That pointed out uh, the... the, the uh, the point at all, all the misdeeds of this certain group of people, this certain group of chosen people, that has to be destroyed. And that is the whole purpose of the Republican Party today. That's it. That's all it's fucking for. You don't figure that out, um, then you're going to lose. You're, you're just pissing in the wind unless you figure out that that's what Republicans are for and that's all they're for. That's about all for today. Thank you for listening, you fucking people.